back to another episode of Stand Up But Please Fit In. So as I was about to press record, um, I actually had my usual guest on my lap, my son, and he actually fell asleep on my lap. So I just have to put him onto his crib and I'm back. So if anybody wanted his voice around, I apologize. I wanted him on the guest because um, as usual, it's a little bit difficult to record by myself because I have to take care of the baby most of the time. And usually timing, it's, you know, it's his world now, not my world. So everything has to be according to his schedule, right? You know, if you're a parent, you understand. So Yes, so um, if you're new to this podcast, I usually talk about how to be yourself when you're surrounded by a society that wants you to fit in or or since I live in Japan, I talk about Japan and rest of the world, just compare differences and interesting stories about Japan. But today, I don't have a topic that I prepared. So what I'm just going to do is I'm just going to have a little chit chat about what's going on in Japan and what's going on in my life and just here and there. Um, hopefully this is also interesting for some people. And if you have any comments you want me to discuss, always leave a comment on my social media. It's listed in the show notes. And yeah, so let's get started. Um, oh, also, I'm not going to edit this because I don't really have time to edit. So if I, if you hear some stuff, like now I just stumbled, I just leave it in there. Usually I do edit to make it perfect, but I just wanted to get this on the go and because I'm already a day late. Okay, so what's going on? Um, if you have been listening to the news, Japan's border is gonna be opening next month on October 11, 2022. So not for everybody, but for certain um, nationalities, you can come to Japan visa-free and you can travel. You don't need to have um, the tour guides, like the travel agent. You don't have to book it through a travel agency like it is currently and then also you don't need to quarantine you have to have a vaccination certificate so that's kind of nice so um if you're from anywhere most places in europe or united states i think some places in the caribbean not caribbeans um latin american countries you're allowed to come to japan visa free that's nice now um, if you're indian i don't know if any indian people are listening like me, myself, um, you still have to go through a visa. <laughs> Unfortunately, India is not that simple to travel. So that's nice. I have a few of my friends that really want to come to Japan. So um, hopefully, you know, they can come during the fall foliage season. So you can see like the beautiful colors of the the leaves changing um that'll be really ideal if they can come because i also want to look at the fall foliage because i was pregnant last year and i just couldn't enjoy that <laughs> unfortunately and also another 
timing that's great is middle of March, end of March, before I go back to work, because that's when the cherry blossom season is. So that's another time that I wish my friends can come, we can enjoy the cherry blossoms. I am a little bit worried about traveling domestically, not so much about, well, I am worried about traveling on the train with a lot of people. That's something I'm a little bit scared because COVID is still there. So, and if I'm going to be traveling with my friends somewhere a little bit far, I am going to see, bring my kid and my kid is not wearing a mask and he's under one years old, can't be vaccinated. So I'm a little bit scared about that. And also just booking the hotels might be a little bit of a trouble because I have a feeling, um, even Japan is also restarting um, paying people to travel, like the subsidy program. So um, I actually did an episode about that. I will leave it in the show notes. I have talked about it before about Japan paying, Japanese government paying money to give people, get people to travel to boost up the economy. So um, I have a feeling everybody's going to be traveling a lot of places that's pretty famous. I know I want to take my friends to Kyoto, but uh, Kyoto's going to be a nightmare because it's just going to be so many people during the foliage season or even a cherry blossom season. So I'll have to think about when is the best time to go and then whether maybe Kyoto, I really want to take them to Kyoto. But there are so many other beautiful places that you can visit that's not Kyoto you know, so um, I have to kind of have a plan. I know my friend was, um, she gave me like a lot of list of what she wants to do in Japan, which is fine, but I'm a little bit worried about the crowd. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So maybe I'll just um, combine some stuff that she wanted me to, she wanted to go. But at the same time, there are so many other places that I can take my friend that is not in the major um, touristic location. So that's kind of um, something I have to think about. I have time in the world, you know. Well, other than my kid, which is another story, it's really hard to be a stay-at-home mom. I I think um, last episode I did talk about me actually wanting to go back to work, which I still want to go back to work. Um, it's hard because you really can't do so many things in one sitting you really have to attend to your kid when the kid is awake or wants to play with you or you the baby's hungry and it's hard to do work you really have to take your kid to like a nursery or a babysitter in order to get some stuff we haven't really um come up with a whole babysitting idea yet there is like a facility in through the city a lot of cities they do have this program where you pay money and then have um, people come in through the city which is nice so we might try that sometime in the next couple of months I would like some time for myself it doesn't have to be like work stuff too I'm it's annoying to take your kid to like a drugstore or even a grocery store because then you have to carry your kid to the car. You have to take the kid outside the car, put him in like a carrier because the stroller is just too much space and you have to do all that. And then you have to take the kid out 
between feeding time, that's like what four or five hours in my case for now. When the baby was like what one or two months old, you have to feed the baby every two three hours, right? So you can't really do a lot of stuff at that time. You can't really go out. You have to stay at home, and I go nuts if I don't leave the house, even for like a run or something. Maybe I will go for a run after this podcast because my kid is asleep. I think the kid will be asleep for another an hour or so. So you really have to like keep that schedule, which is annoying, and、um, even just like traveling locally to. A grocery store. It's just like you have to think about the kid, and I don't really like that. I would like some time, even just like four hours of my day, um, a couple times a week, maybe even once a week, so I can like go to the grocery store, drugstore, even gym or running, or even like work on this podcast. So if you're thinking about being a parent. Um. Yeah, that's what you have to go through. And if you like being at home, it's totally fine. If you like to be attentive to your kid all the time, that's great. But the reality is not everybody's like that, and I'm just telling you the truth. So, um, that's that. And um, another thing is like, oh, in a couple of weeks, I'm finally gonna see people at work. So I'm gonna take my child to my office, which is. Pretty fun. I'm excited for that,、um, but I'm just like thinking about okay, well, I have to be there by noon, a little bit before noon. What is my child's feeding schedule gonna be, and where am I gonna feed my child, and what time I should be home? So I would like to have one like I don't like having so many feeding times outside my house. I usually keep it just once, but thinking about that.、Um, I feel like, oh, okay. Well, I might have to feed my child twice outside the house, and oh,、uh, just like I, I guess I'm a type A. I don't know. Just scheduling and all that stuff is just like a little bit stressing me out. And another thing is,、um, nobody on my team have kids except for my senior manager. But my senior manager is a guy. So that's another story. So it's just kind of like, oh yeah, well, a little bit、um, nervous about like, oh, I have to. Maybe I might be late to the meeting because of、oh, the kid. Just I had to feed him certain time, and it actually takes like a door to door one and a half hours away from my office to my house. So that's what I'm a little bit worried about in a couple of weeks when I go see my. Colleagues, one exciting thing about me going back to the office in that way is I'm actually kind of excited to set boundaries between having to deal with my child and then my work. So one thing, like I always,、um, you know, respected moms is that you know a lot of moms they have to pick up their kid from school. I think、um, little kids, I think, were around、um, like six o'clock. So usually when I find out that you know. Their mom, or and they have to pick up the kid at a certain time. I never set any meetings after, or just like respected schedule. Even if it's like last minute, I just tell them, okay, so I know this person will leave at six, so I have to talk to this person before.、And、I'm actually kind of excited that will happen to me、uh, because then I will be more productive in that way. I can just、um, okay, well, 
I will leave my kid to the nursery, what, like 8, 9 o'clock, and I have to like 5 to 6 p.m. So I have this time in the world. I need to figure out what to do and this and that. And I don't have any people bothering me, telling after 6, saying, okay, what's going on? You know, like they won't message me because I will tell them, I'm sorry, I have a kid. So I had to pick up my kid. And most of the time, based on what I see from outside, you can't really like go back to work till maybe after 9 p.m. because you have to feed the kid. You have to give them a bath and then go to put them to bed. And so that schedule, I'm actually like excited because then I will have proper guidance with my own schedule. So it'll be nice that people respect that or I could kind of start setting an example for that and then people respect me for it and um but at the same time you know I have to be a little bit careful about you know whether people can give me more work or they will consider me for promotion or you know because I have a certain schedule for work because before I had a kid I will just work so many hours and everybody can message me at any time and that's fine but it's gonna be different so I'm excited for that but now I'm a little bit nervous because I'm the one who's taking care of the kid 24-7 well me and my husband but for me like it's mostly me during the weekdays but so just like oh the feeding schedule and I have to think about that if I just everything is like around that schedule (laughs) Yeah, so that's um, kind of my career step. Um, I know some people who are women that are listening to this and, you know, you're thinking about having a child. I'm just being super honest and being transparent about how I feel because a lot of my girlfriends who are career-oriented, they're worried about work-life balance. And I am too, but I haven't gone back to work But based on what I see and based on how my personality is, I'm just being open and share this because I think it's very important to learn about the reality of things. And another thing is I also have a super supportive husband who does a lot of the work too. So that's really nice to have. Well, to be fair, if my husband was not super supportive I wouldn't have gotten married right so um yeah anyways um another thing is well I talked about my fitness that's something that I've been working on it's hard because um there was a typhoon that happened this past couple of weeks so it was hard for me to go outside for a run and again baby schedule sometimes you just get tired and you don't want to exercise but I'm powering through I try to exercise three times a week whether it's um running weightlifting or my weekly pilates so I've been kind of buying some athletic wear not so much just a little bit because um i'm been switching up my exercising routine i haven't really gone to like that gym that many times a week in a long time actually ever yeah this is probably like the most time i've actually gone to the gym in my lifetime usually i just most of the time it's running but Running, you know, 
once I got pregnant and postpartum, it's you just have to get adjusted a little bit. So, and also I'm paying like a monthly membership instead of pay as you go. So that's something like that keeps me accountable of me going. And my husband's been helping me a lot because he can take care of the baby for a few hours. Maybe usually I take like two and a half hours to the gym because I do shower over there. So that's been good. And another thing from that. Buying athletic wear, I was just got some shipments today, and I'm thinking, you know, a lot of there's like people things about fast fashion, about how people just like buy all these cheap clothes, but they just wear it like once or twice and just throw it, and it's kind of like bad for people that are working so hard under minimum wage to make these clothes, and they just don't feel appreciated. So I was thinking about that and. I don't buy like so much clothes. I'm not really into、um, expensive clothing. But to be like from my perspective, I feel like buying fast fashion is fine. But you really have to be careful with、um, if you're gonna wear it lifetime or just wear it till you know the clothes get a rip or anything because. You have to think about like who made those clothes, and they took so much time of blood, and blood, sweat, and tears. So that's something like I need to appreciate a little bit more. Like I do appreciate it because usually when I buy something, I keep it for a long time. So I need to、um, think about that every time I pick up a clothing or whether、um, I want to buy something online. So that's what I was thinking this. Morning when I got my shipment, so I need to be careful with what to buy and if it's necessary for me, and also just having too much stuff in the house is just annoying. Yeah,、um, for my son, I always buy something used because he's gonna grow out of it in six months, anyways. So it's winter season now, and I bought like couple of new stuff. I mix it between like. Eighty percent used and twenty percent new, and、um, there's so much clothes in the world that you know people wear over time, and it's good for the planet too. I feel like so that's what I've been doing.、Um, I just got a really nice coat for him used. Well, technically it was from the secondhand store, but it was never been worn. So why not, right? I he will not wear it just. Next year, it's he's just gonna grow out of it. So, okay,、um, enough chit chat for now.、Um, once again, I really couldn't find a topic to talk about, so I just kind of went on a rant and talk about Japan and what's going on in my life. I'll try to come up with a topic for next week. If you have any topics to discuss,、um, leave it in.、Um, please message me on my social media. It's listed in the show notes and. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.